Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Nice cock! Nice cock! I'm Charlie Alamo. You might have heard me on such daily podcasts as maybe Tuttle's. Maybe you've never heard me. Maybe you've never seen me. Thank God that you haven't. All I'm here to do right now is basically shill out, check out Tuttle.net, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. The man is the one-stop shop for content. I mean, shit, he gave me a fucking opportunity to do shit, and who the fuck am I? So thank God for Tuttle. God bless him. Check out the sponsors. Check out everything. Just go to Tuttle.net. It's T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. The motherfucker was on every sort of social media before anybody else. So he's like social media cockroach. Everything's at Tuttle. T-U-D-D-L-E. And if you're not following any of those things, I don't know why not. Because literally, if you're checking this out and you're not following him, the fuck are you doing, man? Get your shit together. Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. How is everyone doing today? I've had a pretty good day. Me and the Vulture, my producer, have been getting prepared for my interview with the one and only Sonny Abada. But when I went up to Vulture's house this past weekend, we were working on my Zoom feed. He created one of the coolest backgrounds, has all of my logos, where you can find me. I'm really impressed by it, and I think it's going to look good. It's going to look better than me sitting in my shitty-ass PT Cruiser during an interview. So I'm going to do that over Zoom. Then you're going to be able to watch it on YouTube as well as the Tuttle Daily Podcast. But Sunny was at the top of her game. She was when she walked away. She left in her prime. Wasn't one of those cases of the news station telling the older female anchor or reporter to take a hike, go pound sand. No, she walked away in her prime. She was one of the biggest news personalities in Orlando. And I'm going to have her on. But check out her blog, SonnyAbata.com. That's S-O-N-N-I, Abata, A-B-A-T-T-A.com. That interview should be coming up on Thursday. I'm recording it on Wednesday. So I want to make sure it's all perfect. I really need this interview to go well. I have been show prepping. I've been writing questions, but I do have to whittle it down a little bit because I almost had like six or seven pages of questions that I've written. And there's no way I would ever be able to get to all of them. But if this interview goes well, I might start getting some of these other TV news personalities. And I want to start getting radio personalities on my show as well. If you have any suggestions, you can email me Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two D's, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Now, before I get into my first topic, I want to thank my newest sponsor, Vapor Shades 
vaporshades.com. You're going to want to go to vaporshades.com because if you are a fan of sunglasses, this is a website you're going to want to go to because I've not seen this quality for the price that he's selling them for. That Billy from Volusia County, he's a Floridian and I think you should support him. If you're a supporter of all the content I do and you want to help me out, go to vaporshades.com, type in the keyword Tuttle. It's a promo code. You're going to get 15% off when you go to vaporshades.com. Like I said, these are very colorful glasses. Some of the best quality that I've seen on top of not having to break the bank to buy a pair of these. And they're going to last you a very long time. So go to vaporshades.com. I want to thank Billy for spending some money with the show. The guy's been a fan of mine. He's listened to me since my days with Ron and Fez at the Crow in Daytona Beach. So thank you, Billy. I can't thank you enough. Go to vaporshades.com. I've never really understood the fascination with Olivia Munn. I've never found her entertaining. I thought she was pretty much hot garbage in that one X-Men movie she was in. But all the nerd boys, all the fanboys, all the guys that go to these conventions loved her. Absolutely were obsessed with her because she was on Attack of the Show. She pretty much used that to launch her career, but something's got to be up with this girl. She is 40 years old and she's never been married. And I know some people just choose not to be married in their lives, but she's dated a lot of A-list celebrity guys, one being Aaron Rodgers. And a lot of people are doing Aaron dirty because Olivia did a podcast with Whitney Cummings, another person I just don't get. She's semi-attractive, but for a comedian, in the comedian world, she's hot as fuck compared to all the other pigs that are out there. But they did this podcast, and I got to tell you, they got really, really dirty. And that's the thing about Whitney Cummings. She tries to be a shock jock. All these comedians all try to be shocking and outdo each other, especially the women comedians. I really don't know what that's all about. But Olivia... You should not do your boyfriends like this. I would rather you come out and put whatever boyfriend it may be that you're talking about on blast. Because now all these dudes are all being looked at under a microscope because you talked about how bad they were in bed and you even claimed that one of them was gay. Do you like to go down on guys? Yes. That is a goddamn lie. Women do not like going down on dudes. They just don't. Why would they? Would you want to have a big cock in your mouth? And if you keep it in your mouth long enough, it's going to shoot this white creamy substance in the back of your throat. No, why would they like that? They get no pleasure out of it at all. Think about this. Guys don't get to decide when either one of you have sex. It's all up to the woman. You want to know why? Because if the woman's not into it, that's rape. Now, there are some women that are stay-at-home moms that have nothing to offer. They have no, like, skills. The only skill that they have is producing children and pleasing the man sexually. And they'll do it. Even if they don't want to do it, that is their job and they know that. And I got to give those women credit. And it's not fair for the women 
to hold sex over our heads the way that they do, it's completely unfair because back to what I said, the women always get to decide when the couple has sex. Because that all goes back to rape and you can't do that. They always believe the woman over the man. And I don't want you to think that I'm hating on women. No, us men, we do a lot of fucked up shit and we don't deserve that love and that physical attention. We should have to be able to earn it because we love you. We've married you. But I'm just saying you got to understand that it is pretty frustrating at times. We would just like for the woman to do a run in and be like, yes, let's go. Why do we always have to be the negotiator? Why do we have to be the one that initiates anything physical when it comes to sexual content? Maybe that's a power. Maybe that is just God's cruel prank on us. Because I don't believe for a second that Olivia Munn actually likes giving oral. There's no fucking way. But I don't, I'm not a super big fan of guys going down on me because most of them aren't very good at it. That's right. I find it laughable when women say, oh, I don't like guys going down on me. You want to know why you don't like it? Because women are not vocal. Women do not give direction. They don't tell the guy what they like and what they don't like. You guys just automatically assume that we know what to do. Now, yes, we've gone down on women before, but every woman is different. Every vagina is different, just like every penis is different. I've seen some vaginas that are absolutely beautiful, but then I've seen some that look like an Arby's roast beef sandwich, as well as the Predator. Yeah, the Predator alien, you know, the one that was trying to kill Arnold Schwarzenegger in the jungle. Remember when the Predator took off his mask and he opened his mouth? I've never been personally with a girl with a vagina like that, but I've seen some porn videos where goddamn it looked like the predator mouth. And I don't want to be a showrunner on my nights off. Now you're just being a lazy bitch. You not talking to the dude and telling him what you like and what you don't like. Guys are very vocal. I will tell a bitch, hey, you're not going deep enough or you're not sucking hard enough or you're using too much teeth. Guys have no problem being vocal, but it's the women. The women clam up. When a dude is going down on her. I mean, uh, there's a lot of pretending. Mm-hmm, that like, I've actually thought about this so many times about, swear to God, I'm like, I regret every time I have fake moaned because these guys are out there feeling so fucking confident. See, this is what happens when you get two so-called feminists in the studio recording a podcast because they show out to their other female friend. But when you're with a guy, you, you'll do whatever you need to because guess what? You need the dick just as much as we need the pussy. Unless you're going to go full lesbian. And I don't think you want that. You claim to be a feminist, but you can't stand women just as much as some chauvinist guys do. So let's not play like you guys actually like each other. You're only doing this because you're trying to make a name for yourself. You're trying to promote each other's product. You guys probably actually, in all reality, hate each other's fucking guts. I have this one boyfriend in particular that was just the worst. (laughs) 
With that laugh, Whitney Cummings has no worries about having sex with a guy that's bad in bed because that is a straight up boner killer with that fucking cackle. <laughs> the worst at having, just having sex. In fact, he went down on me twice during the years we were together. And I asked him once, I said, why don't you ever go down? But by the way, I don't want you to. Mm-hmm. Don't act like this is something we're getting pleasure out of. I know some men do, especially the ones with a little bit smaller penis. They go down a lot more because they got to earn their money. They got to earn their keep in the trenches. They don't earn that payday with the dick. They got to earn it with their tongue. But don't act like this is something we're getting a lot of pleasure out of. We're trying to do something for you because you do it for us and that's it. We know that you're not getting pleasure out of going down on us. So don't think it's some pleasure segment for us because it really isn't. I know some men get off on it, but I've never like personally gotten some big, amazing pleasure out of it. But I'm just wondering why, because I feel like most guys, I can't get out of my vagina and I'm like, you have to fake it all the time. (laughs) So he was like, because it's so fucking warm. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Um, I didn't realize that Whitney Cummings was this so goddamn annoying. How does she get any dude at all? I don't know a lot about her, but the way she's like going on with Olivia on this conversation, I wouldn't be surprised if she's a lesbian. There's nothing wrong with that, but she's getting a lot of pleasure out of hearing Olivia Munn talk about sex. He said, he's like, well, I just haven't had a lot of, you know, experience doing it. And I was like, oh, and that's when I was also like, Mm, he may like Benton instead. You know, it might be his kind of game instead. No. Right, 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 um, right. Is Olivia Munn turning heel with the men? Because I don't know if a lot of that culture of women that are the nerds or the fangirls are big fans of hers. You're kind of turning heel against the guys and you just are making yourself sound like a real frigid bitch. But also the it was like every every time we had sex, every time dark spooning from behind every time like lights out lights out it was like spooning from behind so it's like you don't have to see my face you don't have to see that as a girl i don't know if that's something you want to admit olivia that the guy would only do you from behind and he didn't want to see your face now that i'm thinking about it she does act like a dude She's got a little manly features, not so many that it makes her unattractive. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still find her attractive. And during this dry spell, hell yeah, I would bang Olivia Munn all day, every day. And I didn't put all the pieces together until later. First of all, I got evidence about something mm-hmm. and then I put the other pieces together. I was like, oh, that's what all that. That's what oh. that was. There's a, I mean, look, I have dated guys that are gay straight up. Olivia Munn just sounds like a scorned woman, a woman that was in love with many of these A-list dudes that she's dated. Still think Aaron Rodgers is the biggest name that she's dated and had sex with. But Olivia, you just sound jealous. You sound pissed at whoever dumped you. And it just seems like you're being vague because, for one, you don't want to get sued. Not going to get a lot of money from you. You couldn't have made that much on the X-Men movie you did. I'm sure uh, Attack of the Show wasn't paying you millions. 
But this guy would absolutely destroy you. That's why you're being vague. And it's unfair to the other guys that you're throwing out that big gay cast net. Because they're all getting caught up in it right now. I'd have more respect for you if you would just drop names. Drop dime on this dude. Because let him reply and defend himself because right now you're taking shots out of all the dicks you had in you in the past 10 years. That you knew were good? That's my demo. Didn't know at the time. Didn't. Did they know? Olivia, I mean, if you look at the signs, you look at the patterns and the averages, one dude, or it could be the same guy. This guy wanted to have sex with you from behind, didn't want to look at you. And now you're saying you've dated many guys and especially a guy that knew he was gay. That means you look like a dude. He wanted to get the thing that was closest to a man, but still had a vagina and he could claim that he's not gay. I know you're taking shots at Rogers and it just it makes you look like a complete pussy that you won't name names. You just thought you would blanket over all the guys. And like I said before, it's not fair to them because now everybody's going to be talking about them. And I just I don't know. This whole interview was a bad decision. On your part, your publicist should be fired because you're going to lose a lot of fans over this one. Yes, mm. I think. I, I think they, well, this one in particular, I think had like repressed it and just was like disassociating in some way. And it was the only guy I've ever dated who was like adamantly would not have sex with me on my period. Okay. Olivia Munn committed suicide during this interview. What the fuck? This bitch is mad because somebody wouldn't have period sex with her? I'll admit, I've been there, done that. Not worth it. The juice isn't worth the squeeze. It's just not worth it. You can wait a little bit. Promise you, your hand would be better than a bloody vagina. Yes, it makes okay lube. I get it. But it's just not worth it, guys. It's not. Well, I mean, the only thing that's good about it, you know, you can't get the, the chick pregnant. But that's it. That's the only thing. And I'm telling you, it's just not worth it. It's not worth it. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash pedal on the radio. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Once again, I have my co-host and good friend Charlie Alamo on the line. What's up, Charlie? How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well, Tuttle. How's it going? Good, man. Uh, how was your weekend? It was uh, pretty well. I just kind of hung out, took care of some stuff that I've been neglecting around the house and uh, got caught up on a few things. Yeah, you're kind of like me. Today, I was doing laundry and speaking of getting caught up on things, I don't know why I do it, but I wait like a week, week and a half before I'll do laundry. And it's just so much 
And if I didn't, like, every couple of days, it wouldn't be so bad. Do you, do you put stuff off like that as well? Yeah, especially laundry. Like, I'm better, I'm way better at washing my bedding and stuff like that more frequently than I am doing the, I'll do like you said and wait until like a week or so. But I have so much clothes that it doesn't matter. I don't have to wear a lot of the same stuff over again. But then when you go to wash, it's a fucking nightmare because you got like two, three loads of it. Yeah, what what really sucks, it kind of puts you in that habit when you work in radio. Because unlike TV, those people, they got to look nice, dress nice, do makeup, do hair. But radio people, there's been some mornings I've rolled out of bed and will go into work with what I slept in. Of course, when you're hungover, who wants to who has time to take a shower? You're most likely sleeping in. Um, yeah. like, and people, people get away with wearing a lot of shit at, in a radio station that you shouldn't like dressing basically like the borderline homeless. Yeah. Uh, I sandals, I wore sandals a lot. Yes. Couldn't, that seems, seems to be a popular, uh, choice of footwear in the radio community. Now, have you ever done this, uh, picked up some dirty clothes and sniffed it and if it didn't smell that bad, you wore it in? Uh, yes. Not only did I do that, I was probably wearing the clothes and just wore them in. I used yeah. to, I used to show up there just in shambles. Basically, like I shown up at a lot of places, just haggard. What, what, uh, uh, time slot did you work when you've done radio? What, what was your time slot? Um, I was actually doing like when they gave me a shift or when yeah. I was at the station. Or when you would have to just go in. They told me they this is literally what my general manager said. He said, Charlie, you make your own hours. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? So <laughs> I would go in there early in the morning so people would see me and then I would hang out and just kind of fuck around and then get all my stuff done and then go in late at night and get all my other work ahead work done and do voice tracking and shit like that. Now, they were, you on, were you on salary or hours? Because if he just let you work whenever you wanted to, you could clean up. No, it was on hours. So I would I would hang out and get my hours. But there's a lot of times that I would just be in the back staring at the ground or my phone or just looking around and stuff because I would go. The problem was I went to everybody there and I was like, look, I'm ready to work. Do you want me to like do production or do something to help you out? Anything I can do? Voices, whatever. Oh, no, we got it. And then at meetings, they'd be like, well, we're so busy. We're backed up with stuff. And I'm like, fuck, I'm coming to you people and telling you that I'll help and I'll do stuff. So then I finally just gave up doing that and I started doing my own thing. Yeah, that that how radio people are. They won't take help because they don't want you getting the recognition. And I don't want just recognition. Put it off. I straight up told them I don't give a fuck. I want their production to sound better because it all sounds the goddamn same. I was driving in today. I had to take care of a few errands and uh, I'm listening to fucking sports talk radio. And it's the commercial. The dude who's doing commercial commercials sounds like a lamer version of one of my friends that's on the radio here and it's so fucking sad it's these pre-taped phone calls that they use and they chop up into commercials hey we're talking with ted down here at uh, bill allen motors and it's like all oh, fucking over the f- hey guys it's bill hill and you're like why is this on the radio and that's how you're going to represent your company i'm not going there yeah if i was an advertiser and that was my promo or Spot, man, I'd be pissed. If you're an advertiser and you listen to the Tuttle's Daily podcast, don't let the people in sales on regular radio write scripts for you. That's part of the fucking problem. A lot of these stations just do everything in-house, especially where I work, because they didn't have people that would punch up um, ads and stuff like that. So the salespeople would write them and they would be such a jumble fucking mess. 
So finally, I would just rewrite them and re-fucking work them and do them the same. And they'd be like, that's not the commercial I had. I was like, yeah, but it sounds better. Listen to it. So eventually they stopped asking me to do commercials as well. Now, I know a lot of people that listen probably don't care or will know what we're talking about. But who is... You listen to commercials all the time, people. Who who is uh, one of your favorite voiceover guys in the business like production voiceover whiz type guys probably phil hendry yeah um just voiceover um oh you know who i love todd pettingale yeah really no i hate todd pettingale he's he's disgusting that's gotta be a made-up name right don't you remember scott and todd and then there was todd and jane or whatever he used to be on wwe back in the 90s too he was okay he was a go-to announcer yeah, dude, we had a guy named Dan Stone at Real Radio, and the guy was a production whiz and had one of the best voices that I have ever heard in radio. It's funny because there's a dude that does stuff for the station that I used to work at, and that's how they fucking basically talk. It's fucking crazy. Do you wish that you had that big, booming radio voice? Because I know I don't, but I try to tell people... I got one of the most recognizable voices in the yep, business. That's absolutely correct. You do have a very recognizable voice. And it's funny because you can listen to this show and then go back and listen to an old clip from like Ron and Fez. And it still sounds the same, just maybe a little <laughs> bit higher because you were younger. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, when people complain about my voice just to piss them off, I'll make it higher pitched and more nasally. So that's what you do when you call me then. The worst thing you can do is tell me you hate something that I do because I'll do that shit even more. That's true. I've seen you do it. I've heard you do it on the radio as well. Now, let's talk. I'm really happy to see that you're putting out content of your own. What what made you want to start doing your show again? I figured that I probably should start doing something. I've become extremely lazy. I've caught a bad case of the lazies and uh, I needed to shake it. So I started doing my own show. It's going to be under 10 minutes, I think, for each episode, just because I don't need to. You don't need to know everything that goes on in my fucked up head. But maybe I can help people with some of the ramblings that I actually do know. I don't know. If anything, it's helping me get shit out and it makes me feel a little bit better. So I'm just going to keep doing it. It's almost like therapy to me. Yeah. And who knows? Um, You know, maybe I'll actually get something positive out of it. So far, I have. I mean, it feels a lot, a lot better. And plus, I want to get better at just being able to ramble for, you know, five, six minutes straight. And it sounds somewhat coherent. Yeah, a lot of people don't get this. and, And I tell them, I know radio guys are not athletic, but to compare radio people to athletes, you gotta practice, you gotta do it. Because if you're not on the air, working at your craft every so often you get rusty you do and you get lazy you get fat mouth as well that happens anywhere sometimes you just can't fucking talk sometimes it just it's just going to be one of those days where you're tripping over your own words you can't enunciate it just happens yeah i think from all my years of drinking i gave myself a permanent lure i i don't know what it is like i'll go back and listen to some of my shows and i'm like god damn i'm speaking with the list I do the same thing. I I don't think it's because of, uh, I don't know what it's because maybe brain injuries, maybe just because I'm a moron. Um, I'm never going to blame drugs because they didn't do anything but help. So I I don't know, man. I do the same thing. Some days I can speak perfectly. Other days I can't even talk. When you first started in the business and doing radio, did you hate the sound of your voice? I mean, I still can't stand my voice, but I've gotten used to it. Yes, I really, I really just don't like myself. So hearing my voice was really kind of fucked up. 
But then after I got used to it, now I really don't care. Now it's awkward if I got to do a broadcast or something and I can't hear my voice, like listening back in the in the monitors, as it were, uh, because then you don't I, I don't know. I just like to have the levels sounding nice and stuff like that. So, yeah, I did. And now I love it. I like being able to hear my voice. My voice is one thing that I don't have a problem with. Yeah. Do you, uh, Where do you uh, keep your headphones at? You jack them up all the way. I don't like to hear my voice outside of the head. Like, no, I, I don't be either. able to. My head, my ears aren't so far gone that I got to have them fucking jacked up, Willie. So I like to keep them down a little bit more when I'm editing by myself. I'll have it up a little bit so I can hear if there's little shit that I got to take out or whatever. Um, Yeah, for the most part, I keep it mostly down low. I don't want to get feedback either from that's the worst when you can hear somebody's uh, headphones in the microphone because they got their fucking shit so jacked up. Yeah, Bubba, man, Bubba, Bubba, the love sponge, man. He has his jacked up way high. Imagine how long he's been wearing headphones, though, and racing cars and shit. The dude's got to be damn near dead. Yeah, no, I, I mean, you do. It, it's weird how your body builds up a tolerance with drugs and alcohol and even sound. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I God knows I can just tune people out. Yeah, it, it, it's weird. My, mine are way high. And I've been noticing, and, and I think we've talked about this before, I get that ringing in my ears yeah, when there's no sound. If it's too quiet, and I don't <laughs> know if it's my ears, like, trying to find sound. I don't know what causes that. I think it's it's damage to the eardrum, man. There's some technical fucking jargon, but I get the same thing from years of shooting guns with no ear protection, going to concerts, all the fucking bullshit that everybody does to their ears, listening to fucking music on headphones, jacked way the fuck up. Everybody does that. And uh, we all damage our ears one way or another. You know, I know a lot of people can't. I Look, I respect Rush Limbaugh as a broadcaster. You can't deny he's good at what he does, but a lot of the things he says is just to get a rise, and I don't think people realize that, but tell me how rock star it is that he took so many Oxycontins that he fucking lost his hearing. Yeah, and uh, he's got a gold microphone. You know what, though? I think that's kind of a bit. A gold <laughs> microphone? Yeah, I think it's kind of like one of those things, like, I'm so good, I have uh, gifts, uh, I have talent on loan from God himself, and I have a golden microphone. Yes, and what was uh, Imus's uh, Imus's joke was that he has talent on loan from Wolfman Jack. He was biting his Imus. Did you you like Imus? You know what? Imus is a person that, because I was a Howard fan and and stuff, of course. Imus was a person that I was like, I don't like Imus. And then I got older, I was like, why don't I like this guy? I've never even listened to him. His show was definitely different. Um, He... He obviously evolved and he took a whole like political type fucking turn. But I mean, the guy was successful for years. His bits weren't really that great, but I've shit. I mean, the guy was successful. Like I said, he made a good amount of money. He got all those fucking people fucking give up money so he could buy that cancer ranch in goddamn New Mexico. Yeah, but I mean, do you you really think or do you think Stern was playing it up or do you think he was uh, Imus was that much of a dick I think Imus was probably a dick and then when Howard left he's like I'm gonna pick on the number one person because who was who there was no number one person in New York do you notice that after especially if you go and you listen to um like the history of Howard Stern or anything like that which is probably one of the best production things that his company ever did was that that whole, took forever that had to yeah. take forever to produce 
The only thing that was pretty bad about it is you get sick of hearing Rebel Rebel a lot, uh, especially after each rejoin. But other than that, if you listen to any of that stuff like that, he always took on somebody in the market. So when what he was your, what was your favorite person he ever took on? Um, I would probably say going back and listening to it was I would, like Man Cow. OK, I, I like when he took on either John DeBella in uh, Philadelphia or uh, Mark and Brian because he was pretty vicious towards Mark and Brian. <laughs> Yeah, that I I really do think Mancow was out of his league when it came to Stern, and I really never got the appeal about Mancow. Have you ever listened to Mancow? A little bit. Okay, I used to listen to him when I lived in South Florida because it was about the only the way the time that I went in was so fucking weird that Stern wasn't on yet, so Mancow's show was on because I think it was like an hour before or something. Mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't know. He was trying to get the fucking market, and the only reason why I listened to him is because he used to have Johnny uh, Brennan from the Jerky Boys on <laughs> every Thursday, so I would listen to the show. The show was awful, man. He does a lot of pre-recorded stuff, and you can at the time I couldn't tell. Now I can fucking easily tell. You know who does a lot of pre-recorded shit lately? Is that Colin Cowherd. I was was listening to his fucking show. They even blatantly say it. Portions of the show may be pre-recorded. I was like, what? But you can tell a difference because he's recorded in a a different microphone. You can tell the sound between microphones. Because he's not, if he recorded them in his studio, it would sound the same as the studio, but he's recording it in a little booth so he can go and fucking burn a wheel or does do whatever Colin Coward does. I don't know. And fucking get ready for the show. Yeah, we, you know, when I worked uh, with Ron and Fez, we were on a music station and we didn't have a delay until later on. And we would have to, if we took phone calls, we had to record them when we were playing music. Yes, when I worked on the um, country station here, the morning show would do that and I would help out. Yeah, it was, I mean, but the thing is, is that it did sound the same because we were actually recording them in the same studio. Yeah, that usually helps because it'll have the same consistency of sound. I don't know why people think it'll be any different. Yeah, and you know what? I was amazed because when I moved to real radio, we had, I think, a 16-second uh, delay. Okay. And it, would dump, it would dump four seconds at a time, so you had four dumps before you had to get rid of the call. But when I went up, to visit Ron Fez in New York for the first time, I was I was shocked to find out that the host, yeah, they had a, a delay in the studio, but the studio fed into another room and then through a delay there. And then there was just a, a person responsible for for all the edits. Yeah, it was Al Dukes. Oh yeah, dude, I forgot about Al Dukes. What is yeah. he doing? He's on uh Boomer and fucking What's the guy that now Boomer and um, Geo? I don't know. Whoever took over after Carton left. Did you see that Craig Carton's got a documentary coming out about his Ponzi schemes and shit? He's already done with his jail time. No, I heard about that. Bubba, we talked about that on Bubba's show. And that was such a weird fucking story. Not really. He just ripped off a bunch of people. He owed a lot of money and uh, he used what little celebrity he had, which I don't blame him except for ripping people off and said that he could get people tickets and just took money. Shit. Watch any episode of fucking American Greed on CNBC with a great Stacey Keach narrating, and they do basically the same thing. I already know what he did. He just took in money and never gave anything back. See, not, even you know, Pon- when, when, not even a Ponzi scheme. It's more like a just a rip-you-off scheme. Yeah, a lot of people, when we talked about that on Bubba's show, uh, people were bringing up Radio I.O., and I don't know if oh, that yeah. was, I don't know if that's the, the same scenario, but. The, 
the pump and dump on the yeah. stick box. Yeah, a lot of people brought that up. I, I never totally understood that whole deal. Well, I mean, they, they had big plans, and it just didn't, it didn't come to fruition. Whose fault do you think that is mostly? Is that, on, is that, if you had to blame Radio IO on somebody, would it be everyone's fault? Would it be Bubba's fault? Because he was probably burnt out at this time, just champion that he's going to move to this new thing. And then, of course, after he does three or four uncensored shows and he realizes he doesn't want to hang out in the studio afterwards. I think it was just a scenario where we all outkicked our coverage. We thought that this was going to be bigger than what it actually was. And and it just, I don't think anybody, nobody purposely ripped off anybody. It just, it didn't work out. We, we shot too high. Do you think if this would have happened in, say, what year What year did uh, he actually leave and start on Radio I.O.? Was that like 2000? It was, it was like end of 2010. Okay. Do you think if he would have done that, let's say that he re-up, if he would have stayed as long as, because Scotty Farrell stayed for another two or three years, I want to say, at Sirius before he left and went to um, CBS Sports Radio. If Bubba would have stayed in his thing, you know, stayed as long as he could have on Sirius and then left at a later point with technology being what it is now and more people having everything in their fucking pocket. Because in 2010, everybody had a smartphone, but they weren't like they are now. Yeah. People aren't easily readily available. Do you think that would have helped any? I Oh, I definitely think it would have helped them. And, and Bubba's already said that he wishes that he would have stayed and taken the uh, the pay cut because it would have been good for business. You know, he could have still promoted his stuff. He would have been in front of a larger audience still. So I don't I never I never understood why he had to beat his chest and then do what he did and quit there. Basically, he was getting away with playing his fucking syndicated morning show on later on in the afternoon. That's why I stopped listening to the serious ones, because it wouldn't be every once in a while he would jump on there and do stuff. And it'd be Fridays. Fridays We would do we would do a uh, exclusive uh, show on there that that was separate from the syndicated show yeah and it that that's about when i started tuning out yeah it was still i gotta tell you that that little bit of time when i was on serious man god damn we pushed the envelope though no his show definitely uh for being one of the uncensored shows they were definitely doing some crazy ass fucking shit that's why i think everybody loves those golden years of early serious with stern and bubba and pharrell and all well, that's the, that's the happening. thing about it. The people from up north were kind of like, man, these guys are some real fucking hillbillies down there. They beat the shit out of each other. Bubba, Bubba is like Saddam Hussein, just a dictator over his employees. And people love. Yeah, all the white trash up here did. They couldn't fucking double that shit up fast enough. Yeah, it, it really sucked, man, because some of that radio that Bubba did at the beginning of Sirius was pretty fucking brilliant oh yeah when everybody was clicking and everyone gave a shit even stern when he was the like when they were doing the the um the cartoon was it the cartoon festival or like a film festival or something like that and bubba and the crew came up there and it was a whole big to do they everybody sounded amped and then it just as things started slowly progressing people stopped really giving a shit yeah and and stern i mean how big must have bubba felt that Stern, because Stern does not get out and do stuff. For him to come down to Bubba's wedding was a big deal. For him to call into the show the amount of times that he did was a big deal. For him to come to the wedding was crazy. Yeah, because and a lot of people don't realize this. Is Stern's never been one of those guys that 
take a lot of risk. And from what I've heard, he does not like flying. No, I've heard that as well. I think that's why he keeps it to a minimum and just fucking charters a jet. Yeah, and then for him to come down. And listen, I know people think Tampa's a big city, but compared to Manhattan, it's like a fucking backwoods swamp. It is a backwoods swamp with some money. Yeah, it, it that was some good stuff as well, too. And then, and then, did you ever listen to that show that Bubba did when Artie and uh, Sal and Richard came down? That that was pretty fucking funny, too. Yes, I, I remembered that. And then, I wasn't there a different time that uh, they came down and they, they did the, uh, the shit in the fan gimmick? Yeah, oh, I did that a couple of times. That is awful. Did you do that when, when any of those guys were there, or did you just do that? No. I did it twice. Now, the last time I did it, it was pretty fucking bad because they got one of those high industrial fans that, oh, the, yeah. firefighters, that the firefighters use. This fan is so strong, they put it in a doorway and it sucks out all the smoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and then they poured, it was horse shit, uh, cow shit, pig shit, dog shit. I think some cat shit mixed in there as well, too. Man. I had that stuff. I was digging shit out of my ear uh, canal for days. Oh, God. Why wouldn't you have worn earplugs? <laughs> uh, at the time, I did not think about it. Yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty, my friend. Yeah, and then you, you, you don't want to breathe in, but it goes on for so long that you hold your breath, and then you start getting lightheaded, and then you finally got to breathe, and then you're hyper, hyperventilating and breathing heavier, so you're sucking in more shit. Yep, shit particles. But I got to tell you, man, some of the, I mean, the the low point at the time, I was not proud of them. But then I look back and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. But the butt plug in the asshole and then the circle jerk challenge was pretty bad. Oh, God. Are those going to be at the top of your stunt boy lawsuit? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not going to sue. I chose to do those. Oh, no, we are going to sue. We are going to sue the monsters we are going to sue ron and fez we are going to sue bubba and we are going to sue todd schnitt because what's a million dollars i'm just saying man now now i I mean at the time i was embarrassed on them the only one that i was really mad about was when i got blackout drunk from drinking and he shot the shit out of you yeah they they shot me with the airsoft guns and looking back on that video it, it it it's very traumatizing because I didn't even move, man. No, dude. I wa- I remember watching that, and it was just kind of fucked up. Like, that, that's not even fun anymore. That's like... <clears throat> sorry about coughing on the mic there. Uh, That's like high school type shit. Like, drawn on somebody with a marker. You're already passed out and done. He shot the hell out of you. What What did you get out of that? Nobody ever saw that footage again. No, they, t- they took it down because everybody freaked out. Because yeah, they came to they him, and they were like, man... You went a little too far on this. Yeah. I mean, shooting the airsoft guns are fine. I've been, listen, I've been shot to fucking hell with them. I've shot myself with them before. It, it, it is what it is. Shooting of the band stuff, the unsigned band review, that's a great gimmick. But just shoot somebody like that when you're just passed out like that, that's not cool. And then when I woke up, because I didn't know what had happened. Yeah, you're all thing, um, Oh, dude, I had bruised all the way from my shoulder, like down halfway past my elbow. And when you don't know what's going on and you wake up and that's the first thing you see, man, I freak the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Especially after drinking. You don't know if you fucking beat the shit out of somebody. If you got your ass beat, what you did, if you owe money, if you're going to go to jail, you got a whole bunch of 
it running through your mind. That is the scariest thing. I hate blacking out. Um, I hate not remembering things because you could murder somebody and that's not going to be a, uh, a defense. You, you still yeah. did it. Who are you going to go after? Tito's like you can't you can't blame the alcohol companies because you got all oiled up and then you decided to kill somebody or who knows what. Yeah, you know, that's why. Shit, I get so worried about when I know I'm going to go on a bender that I take like my phone, my keys, my wallet. I put them all I in don't. one place and I do have and I I'm like, here, put these where I'm not going to find them and I'm just going to get rocked and just that's usually what I do. And then wake all up right. all over the place. All right, Charlie, how can people check out the new content that you're doing? How can people find you online, social media wise? OK, if you go to uh, Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents i think it's presents on that one yes, I don't, it is. it's all on uh my twitter too at cca production and uh right now it's my show's back on my soundcloud page which has got some old shit on there too people want to check that out there's some funny shit just look at the numbers the ones that are up above 100 listen to those because people actually found those funny and oh uh, dude i gotta thank you for i i've been playing your uh your little promo you did for me the other night when you were a little uh, inebriated. Oh, I was more than a little inebriated, bro. I was. Did you see how low my eyelids were? Like, I, yep. I didn't realize they went that low. My eyes were barely fucking open. I, well, and it, what it, I was doing at the time, I was cooking up fucking um, onion rings in my fryer, drinking oh, fucking, cracking up. No, man, it was fine. You know what the best part is? Like, I can get blacked out drunk, go make fucking onion rings in the fryer, still remember to shut the fryer off. In the morning, I wake up, I'm like, fuck, did I shut that fucker off? Walk down here. I'm like, yep, I did. That had to be a recipe for explosive diarrhea the next day. Alcohol and onion rings. Um, actually, not really. Not as bad as you would think. I ate stuff beforehand, so it wasn't like I was just eating onion rings. But yeah, if I just straight up drank all day and then ate any sort of just straight fried food like that, yeah, probably. Man, those, those hangover shits are just so violent sometimes. Like They are, and, and it's worse when you got fucking the bubble guts to begin with because you're like, it may come out the other end too. Dude, it, it, it's so bad. But I've never, I don't know what it is, but I've never really puked off of drinking. I don't know what, why it is. Um, It just, it, it, I guess it's one of my superpowers. I guess so. I've never, well, I have puked off, like, taken a shot and then puked afterwards, but, like, I've never, the next day, it's usually because I fucking just sloshed down 10 gallons of water too quickly instead of just slowly rehydrating myself. Yeah, opiates, opiates will make me puke like a motherfucker if I take them on an empty stomach. Yeah, well, you're not supposed to. You're supposed to take them with brain alcohol. Yeah, that, I mean, I've done that before. I, I'll take one. I'm like, hey, I want this to be stronger. And I'll yeah. chase it with some alcohol. Hey, let's party. <laughs> All right, Charlie. Well, I appreciate you joining me this week, man. I, uh, like I said, you always have an open door policy, man. I just don't, I never want to push you. Right on. Yeah, I'm going to start doing some more. I got my show going now, too. Feeling better, I guess. I don't know. Uh, All right. Yeah, I'm going to start doing more, man. All right, man. Well, listen, I appreciate everything you do for me. Uh, I'm, I love doing uh, shows and segments with you. So uh, I hope you have a great day, man. And I'll talk to you soon. You as well, man. Uh, keep on going and visit Tuttle.net. Is that a PT Cruiser down by the lake? Oh, no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio.
Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Wrapping up the show, want to thank everybody that's been supporting the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I know I sound like a broken record, but I don't have a radio show. I'm not on a radio show to be able to promote the online content that I'm putting out on my podcast, on my YouTube channel, all of my social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. TikTok, whatever it may be, however you follow me, thank you. You guys telling your friends, your family, your coworkers, your neighbors, it's helping me out tremendously and I'll never be able to thank you enough. Make sure you check out my new sponsor, VaporShades.com. Billy, been a big supporter of mine back when I was even on The Crow. When I was cutting my teeth in the business, this guy was listening to me. So go to VaporShades.com, put in the promo code, Tuttle. You're going to get 15% off. He gets them to you pretty quickly. And he's sending me some. And I'm going to do like a photo shoot with the glasses on so you guys can see them. And if they look good on me, I'm sure they'll look good on you. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Don't forget Sunny Abada coming up later on in the week. Love you guys. Bye. That's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Share, like, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast was brought to you by Total Wireless of Palm Bay, StitchYouUp.com, PocketBearClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents show voiceover services brought to you by JC voiceover services.com. That guy's got a goddamn sexy voice. You should hire him. If you want to help support the show, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio comments, concerns. You want to let Tuttle know he's being a dick. Go to Tuttle at gmail.com to follow all of Tuttle's social media. Go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two D's dot net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast.